All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. We have another great episode of Rec Time for you today. It, my name is Mao. I'm here with my man, my right-hand man, the secret weapon himself, Leo. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, welcome back. Thank you for joining us. I'm so glad to be here for Rec Time. How you doing today, bro? Bro, I'm I'm having a great day, having a great weekend, and um as always, super excited to try this new strand. I'm stoked, man. I'm so stoked, man. This is uh this is a classic sour diesel. Everybody's heard of it. It's extremely popular in pop culture. Um, you know, it's it's actually one of the iconic flavors, sour diesel. Everybody, everybody knows this brand. Uh this strain. It's um it's a very common uh sativa dominant strain. Um, it's known for its diesel, so it, it's pungent smell, it, very recognizable, and it's got an uplifting kind of characteristic to it, so I think that's what people like it for. It doesn't lock you down on the couch, but, you know, that's just reputation alone. We're going to have to see for ourselves. Yeah. Uh, I see that this one, we uh, looked it up on Leafly, got a little background on the sour diesel itself, and it's uh, categorized as a sativa. But when we um, looked at the lineage, it actually comes from Chemdog 91, which is a hybrid, and Super Skunk, which is an indica. So how this turned out to be a sativa is uh, interesting, but e- either way, we're, we're very excited. I think we've all had experiences with Sour Diesel already, um, just not on, a, on this professional level. Uh, we've got to enjoy it and... Uh, I know I remember it from my younger years, um, but way before I ever acquired a palate or anything like that. Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, I kind of associated with uh, Sour Diesel or New York Diesel, uh, maybe visiting New York. You, you, you know, you get that whenever you get a hookup from your buddy or something like that. And it's a very uh, common one up there. They pride themselves on it. Yeah. Um, it, it, it must be the high. Something about the way that it gets you something, uplifted. Yeah. People are drawn to that. Yeah. It's very popular. And then, of course, you know, everybody knows these, uh, you know, uh, references to sour diesel and pop culture. Um, since New York is such a, you know, a mecca for pop culture, I think that's maybe why it is so popular. Yeah. Uh, uh, being a hip-hop fan myself, I've heard it referenced a lot in hip-hop, uh, mainly because, I guess, uh, the, the majority of the hip-hop I listen to comes from the East Coast so it has those influences but um uh, it's interesting how certain strands get popular in certain regions like uh like sour diesel for instance we're automatically equating it to like a new york you know east coast kind of thing uh and where we uh, did other episodes on og kush uh, the ocean grown families uh, we think of that as like a West Coast, West Coast type of bud. Yeah, California, so, you know, Pacific Ocean. This is more like, uh, you know, big bright lights of the New York City. You know, I, I'm thinking of like New York undercover, you know, like uh, Timbos right. and, and a we big... We should be in sweaters or something. A starter jacket <laughs> yeah. at the very least. Um, I'm excited. So this is one that uh, everybody knows. It's very popular. It's not an unknown strain. So. Yeah. To get our own take on it, it's going to be fun. I'm excited for Let's that. Put it this way. If you don't know what Sour Diesel is, you can't call yourself a pothead. You can't. You can't. No, you can't. It's one of you the really big, cannot. major... I mean, it's like Northern Lights. It's like Jack Hare. I mean, if you don't know what it, Sour Diesel is... It's almost unforgivable, you gotta, is what it is. Yeah. You should... 
Leave the room. Leave the, uh, the turn off the podcast. This is uh, for adults only. Please uh, <laughs> call your weed dealer. Ask him what the problem is. What the problem is? Um, but yeah, so it's all over popular culture. Mm. Everybody makes references to it. Uh, Redman, I feel like Wu Tang Clan. Redman actually has a song called Sour Diesel, which amazing, was interesting. That does not surprise me whatsoever. Yeah. So uh, yes, beautiful. We're we're there excited. Was some other bands, wasn't there? Uh, I've heard of. Yes. Yeah, so there is actually a note here. Sour Diesel is one of those super popular strains that it actually has uh, like a fame to it. Uh, and there's even like, um, you know, these uh, these myths to it. So like the fact that it came from Chemdog, uh, those are all things that, you know, they're part of the folklore, but it's very difficult to trace back to a specific, uh, you know, breeder or a grower because back then, 20 years ago, you know, you just didn't have these, uh, everything was black market and underground culture. Uh, but one of the, um, stories behind it is that it actually was developed in the nineties. Um, and part of the history, part of the lore is that it traces back to a grateful dead tour in 1991, where a bag of chem dog seeds ended up in Massachusetts and spawned chem 91, chem sister, chem C and chem D. And from there, the story unravels and reports that Sour Diesel resulted from an accidental cross with Super Skunk, Skunk Number 1, or Northern Lights. So, oh, so it could be Northern Lights. It could be Northern Lights. Yeah, I mean, there's, interesting. this is part of the folklore. This is either the the bad part or the interesting, fun part about cannabis culture and history is that yeah. for a long time it was bootleg and black market and... Yeah. So you don't have this documentation like now where you can go to a dispensary and pick from the label itself. So right. uh, that's super interesting. Um, you just I'm, had to go off word of mouth, basically. Yeah. Hoping that the guy giving you the stuff knows what the hell he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, that you trust your buddy, that he's uh, good for the information and the quality of bud. Yeah. And and it, that's that's our culture for a long, long history of time is, is you know... Prohibition. Prohibition. It, it's uh, speakeasies and hand-to-hands and uh, mm-hmm. a wink and a nod. And, and luckily we're here now. We're actually able to have a podcast where we can actually smoke and talk about it openly. So I, it, it's uh, one of those things to be thankful for. I'll tell you what else I'm thankful for. I can't wait to get this jar open. I'm looking yes, at it. I'm reading the Sour Diesel sticker on the jar. Crack this baby open. Let's see what smells we get here. I have a feeling this is going to be one of those memory type of... Uh... Oh, man. You smelled it already, don't you? I smelled it from you just opening the jar. Now, that's a very... I get a very familiar smell like with the uh, with the recent ones we've did, like Sour OG... Even the Phantom OG, sure. where it's got that very green, very kale-like Flowery, smell. earthy. Earthy, flowery. But I'll tell you, just the little aroma that came from when you first cracked it open was very familiar, very uh, reminiscent. Like, I got a nostalgic feeling from that smell, and that's sour diesel for you. That That's that diesel, uh, I, I feel like almost... Uh, Sour diesel, in, or you know, diesel in some cases can be used as slang for good bud. You know, in in certain circles where you know chemotypes and and strain breeds and names aren't that important as it is. Hey, does this get you stoned? Like, is this good weed? This is one of those uh, catchphrases for good weed. Uh, diesel or sour diesel being slang for that. Um, 
you're already working on that nug. It looks amazing. Breaking it up. It, um, it, very light looking buds. Yeah, they uh, light they, green. They, they look big, but actually, um, they're very lightweight. Okay, so, so not these not super dense. Of, not not very dense, but there's a lot of there's a lot of material there. There's a lot of fluff. It's a good size nug. It just when you go to weigh it, it weighs a lot less than you would expect. Which is good. I mean, especially if if you want um, you want a big fat bag, you don't want to spend uh, you know a hundred bucks and feel like you you know you got a couple little nugs that are heavy like rocks. Yeah. So this is good for that. I think it it probably breaks up really well. It looks like you can just break it up by hand. Yeah, it looked to be. The smell is well cured. Um, it has that that dry earthy. Um, flowery you know real like you say kale type mm -hmm. of smell do you want to go ahead let's oh uh, fire it up i'll go ahead and this is a it's completely clean bowl we've got this thing see-through completely it hasn't even you know it's brand new bowl it should be all sour diesel flavor i'm gonna do the honors you know part of what we envision here when we do these episodes is that hopefully you guys are listening to this with the same strand next to you Lighting it up with us, enjoying it with us, you know, hopefully tasting the flavors that we taste. And um, hopefully as, as time progresses and things get a little more um, regulated, um, flowers can taste the same from region to region, you know? Yeah, the yeah. or farm to farm. If, if you're able to put your hands on the same farm from the same... You know, the same strain, same form that we're smoking. You could sit there smoking out of your bong or your pipe, uh, or organic cone, however you like to smoke, and compare experiences and see if that strain affects you and tastes uh, for you just like we think it tastes and feels. So that's that's the goal, I think. And uh, we hope you are token on something sweet, whether it's mm -hmm. sour diesel or not. Um, First impression on that uh, smoke, what'd you think? Um, very diesel-y. From, from the bowl, you know, yeah. you're just tasting the bud. It's very diesel-y, has that uh, aftertaste of a diesel. Um, you know, not chemically, less flowery, less, you know, uh, pungent, earthy tones. And more of that just straight diesel, like uh, you're burning, <laughs> burning gasoline. It's almost like a resiny flavor. Yeah. On a fresh hit, you definitely get a lot of that diesel. I took that second hit after your um, your first hit there, and it had a lot of smoky flavor. Are you getting that now from my from the second from hit? my yeah. second hit? Yeah. Yeah. I I I I got a lot of the uh, those diesely hint of sour flavors uh, on the fresh green, um, but once you once you initially burn that that nug. Uh, it seems very smoky afterwards. Um, yeah, what, how very would you describe that smoky, smoky flavor? Like um, woodsy, you know, like okay. a oak barrel, if you will. Okay. Something you want to, you know, age whiskey in. Kind <laughs> right, of thing. right. Okay, now that you've identified, I could really, uh, uh, that 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 taste is really prevalent. I do, I do taste that. I'm interested in the cone uh, to see what that flavor is going to be like. What that that taste is going to change to because yeah. it usually does yeah from bowl to cone i've noticed that oh yeah yeah we 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 always talk about how much we we prefer the cone it brings out different flavors and i think um 
we've come across people that will will tell us that you know they'll 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 smoke a cone with us but they prefer the bowl and i think it really comes down to personal preference what you prefer what you're used to and um and i think that also uh, if you're used to a certain thing that helps you identify certain flavors better too like you you're used to the bowl you're going to taste more flavors the way you're used to smoking absolutely Believe it or not, uh, you, I got this from you. The lighter itself, uh, whether you have a, a big, you know, lighter, just the type of fluid inside the lighter affects the taste in a oh, bowl, yeah. especially when you're especially. holding the flame to the yeah. to the nug. Absolutely. So that affects because every flavor. every hit you're taking in some of that fuel, some of that, Absolutely. that burn. Unfortunately, yeah, that and, is the uh, truth. I don't know. If I've found that. Of all the major ones, Bic just happens to have that um, the least amount of invading taste. Oh yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Uh, we have a cheap lighter that we were using earlier, and it tasted like like a cash bowl from the start, which is what's so odd, you know. And all the the only difference was the lighter. So yeah, uh, that that makes a difference. And when you're trying to pick out notes of different flavors and you're trying to really be specific about what you're tasting i think that makes a big difference um just like a cone or, or a bowl would just the type of lighter that you're using yeah. um what else i was excited about this this uh strain uh sour diesel is that it's so common it's so popular everybody's tried it at least once or twice and it's got that energetic um characteristics to it to like a great bud for a wake and bake or maybe early in the morning yeah. or you know something to take with you for uh for instance if you're on a vacation you're going around the city you know you want to be able to have your head on you so that you can not get lost and check out cool things uh, yeah. you don't want to be couch locked this is a good strain for that the uh, flavors there as well I'm, I'm a fan of this earthy pungent kind of taste so for me this is a great great uh strain i'm very glad that we have some and i'm looking forward to the cone there i don't know if you can hear that in the background but we're working on a cone here loading up the cone you know we did one recently of sour og which uh its lineage is actually from sour diesel and the a, and a og kush mix so it is fun to have uh a parent to one of the strains we've already right, done. Right, this is bring your parent to a work day here for us. Um, and you could taste the diesel in the Sour OG. It had that energetic style of uh, high to it. Oh, yeah. uh, you, could, you could definitely see and taste the, um, you know, the, the lineage in this bud. And, and that's going to be interesting over time as more and more buds get properly identified and you're able to pick them out in the dispensaries by name and actually... Yeah. Uh, shop for that um the idea i think for everybody would be to be able to identify your favorite tastes flavors uh what about it specifically whether it's piney uh citrusy diesely whatever yeah, it is and a, their terpene profile if you will and and hopefully that preference matches the type of high that you like that and you're, you're looking, looking for yeah. right exactly i was wondering if if perhaps the that citrus terpene in the sour diesel is what gives it the energetic feel uh, because we noticed that the uh, sour og which is also heavy in the citrus uh, terpene um, gives you an energetic feel uh, so i don't know if we're starting to come to some conclusions about terpenes 
I know there are already charts out there that will tell you which terpenes give you which effects. Um, that's all new science, new information Absolutely. that's just starting to come out. I think we still have to yeah. sift through some of the BS before we could get to the meat and potatoes. Sure, sure. So some some of the well-intentioned BS, we'll, we'll put it that yes. way. Yes, oh, like the best intentions. Right. <clears throat> um, we're using Leafly for some of these descriptions and some of these flavor profiles um, just to kind of match yeah. what, you know, if it matches what we say and, and if we agree with it. Uh, but that's changing now. Yeah. Leafly is really based off of the indica sativa kind of, uh, you know, uh, dichotomy. You know, those two strains kind of, you know, everything comes from those two strains. But we're learning now that that really describes better how the plant grows and its physical characteristics as opposed to uh, the effects which now is much more important than just how it grows and how it looks yes absolutely. so for instance uh i'm not afraid to name drop a, a person like emma chasen who you know has all this information about terpenes and flavor profiles and how they affect your high and so ch check her out there's a lot of information out there uh including you know scientific research where you could really dive in deep about these subjects absolutely yeah and we recommend we're, it. we uh, and big shout outs to emma chasen because we are big fans of huge fans what she's doing and uh, what people like her are doing in the industry is really pushing the envelope forward and it uh, not just being a uh, seen as some drug that is now legal but it actually a medicine and that it uh, from from the highest levels of medicinal purposes to just a recreational purpose, they all um, have a place and they all serve a purpose in a sense. And you need to, f you know, I think people need to find uh, the strands that really uh, are best for them and also for their intended purpose. Absolutely. You know, therapeutic use, some, I think, is all use is therapeutic use, yeah. whether you're just smoking at the end of a long work day. Uh, you're just maybe trying to stimulate some creativity or, you know, you just want to get closer to the person you're with and you want to share something together uh, like you would a beer or a glass of wine, but instead yeah. something that might stimulate interesting conversation in a different direction. Right. Man. That's you, what these you, energetic buds are good for. You may want, right, you may want the strand that gets you real chatty or you may want something that puts you to sleep at night. Sure. Or you may want something that's a little more anti-inflammatory because you're having aches and pains absolutely and you don't yeah. want to reach for that tylenol bottle again yeah. you know uh, definitely those are to me all therapeutic uses of cannabis that are more than legitimate and uh, as people identify these strains better they'll be able to match those with their purposes more yeah uh, but enough of uh of me jabbing away let me not keep you let, this this yeah, looks ready and already. lit I think this is a yapper because uh, it might be. Yeah, we, we kept talking and we haven't lit this cone yet. Yeah, if you haven't seen uh, an old family member or a friend in a long time and you want to get together, this might be the butt. This is the social butt. This, this is, is the social the, butt. Yeah, um, and I'll let you go ahead and light that cone. Looks amazing. I saw you working on it diligently. You could tell this is one of Mauricio's favorite uh, strains because he's so carefully and lovingly rolled it here. Took a big hit there. Mm. Yes. Hmm. That is interesting. I am getting earthy notes. Green. Green notes? Is that? 
Yeah. Let me, t- let me, let me, let me try a little more here. Okay. I would say that it's less diesel-y than, than with the bowl. And, of course, you have to take into account the butane and the, and the fuel that's in the lighter may add a little bit to that flavor. But a much more earthy, uh, I'm tasting those oak barrel notes that you mentioned. Yeah, like yeah. a wine, like a whiskey and, cask. And I'm surprised I'm not tasting any citrus notes. Like, where's the sour in the sour diesel? There was more sour in the sour OG. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That had its citrusy uh, notes and uh, lemony notes. You know, very slight, but much more than this. This is very earthy, uh, very pungent tastes like it smells yeah it's got a very subtle citrus like it's almost like an aftertaste it's the it's the it's on the back end if you will yeah very first thing foremost is the earthy tone for me definitely earthy definitely very barrelly but there's some there's another taste there is it just me I'm having a trouble pinpointing what that one flavor is well if you go by just basic um the three flavor types that that Leafly gives sour diesel. It's first diesel, obviously, which we recognize immediately. Pungent, second, and then third, earthy. Um, I mean, I hate the, you know. Shout out to Leafly, but that's not very descriptive. I feel like there's some, uh, you know, there's something missing there that we're not labeling. Whether it's maybe, um, I feel like earth. They have earthy as third, but I feel like that should be first. Right, definitely. And this has got me stumped. Woodsy. It's almost like a savory taste. Um, Like a bacon. Like some kind of like meat. Interesting. That could be the diesel pungent play in the the flavoring. And maybe that's... Like a charred barbecue kind of like a flowery, earthy, woodsy. Yeah. Very light on the flower though. Not too flowery. But definitely like a a charred... Or something like that. Yeah. Like something is grilling like a barbecue if you will um yeah no i i definitely taste all of that um the high is definitely much more you know i thought it was going to be a more energetic high at first i felt it now i'm kind of feeling it kind of kick in and it's definitely kicking in and it's making it harder for me to form sentences No, I, I I taste now like as it's resonating a little bit, more diesel. I'm getting more <coughs> diesel taste. When it was the <coughs> fresher green towards the beginning of the cone, <coughs> you had that earthy, greeny taste. Now it's like a fuel, like a little more resiny. You're getting more diesel. Yeah, you're getting more fuel. That jet fuel. Um, um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, how do you, you know, I'm, in, I'm, I'm interested to see how this plays out over time, too, because uh, if we can recall to the buds that we have kind of featured on uh, Rec Time before, you have Sour OG. That was uh, mm. one that really had a strong diesel flavor. It had that energetic kick. And then when you compare that to the Phantom OG, also related, had OG in, in the name and the lineage, uh, you know, when I when I was looking at two bags and I was trying to decide, uh, you know, Phantom OG or Sour OG, let's say for the day, that Phantom OG had those couch lock effects, and you could really compare directly head to head with Sour OG, had that, you know, strong uh, body kind of uh, 
you know, chilling out, you know, heavy, high. Yeah. And I'm interested to see if this is more towards the sour OG or if it's more towards the other. I hate to say indica or sativa, but that's what I mean. Well, it, it, it already feels very, very light. It's very smooth in its taste. It's not a harsh uh, smoke at all. Um, and even the high feels like it's coming on easy. It's nothing, nothing's going <coughs> to punch you in the face. You know, you're not going <coughs> to get too <coughs> zonked from it, you know. Uh, I do feel the pace of our conversation is long, so, you know, our, our listeners may disagree slightly, <laughs> <clears throat> but it tastes great. Uh, I'm already, you know, f- tasting the lower half of the cone, and it's it's got that strong diesel, and it's got a great flavor to it. You're going to feel it affecting you one way or another. I think if you're, if you're going for the sour, this may not be the one. Um, you're going to get more of the diesel. So if you're a fan of the diesel... Sour diesel might be a, a good you avenue. Like that citrus, lemony. You yeah, know. if you're looking for that citrus, it it just didn't have it for me. Not in this one. <coughs> not, not in either the bowl or the. Uh, <coughs> no, or the, the last cone. batch of it is much more resonated and harsh. And then, definitely. Uh, that that piney northern lights flavor is not there. If you that's your flavor, if that's your your uh, preferred, um, you know, taste. This isn't there. Um, in general, I I like the bud a lot. I'm interested to see. Um, it's definitely got me. It's gripped me. Um, I I, if- I enjoy the smoke, but I'm gonna say uh, flavor wise, not my type. Okay. Um. But it wasn't bad. Uh, I, I I do like the uh, look of the buds. You know, it, it is looks like something that you would pick out at a store. Um, sure. They're very um, light green with uh, very light colored orange hairs. And uh, the occasional dark green leaf. But uh, all in all, a very light colored bud. Um, somewhat crystally, um, I would say, you know, a decent level, half, you know, a, a medium in terms of crystals. Yeah, not covered in, you know, uh, shiny, bright crystals. It, it is, like you said, a light green. It's, it's almost, you know, what, what like a bag of movie weed looks like, you know, for, for a prop. Um, it's it's light, so the density is not super heavy. Yep. Uh, this is great black market weed, honestly. It, it's got a strong flavor. Yep. Uh, it tastes diesel-y, so it's easily recognizable. Yep. It looks and is fluffy. It's got a decent amount of uh, looks to it. So I think, yeah, in that in, in that sense, I could see why it's so yep. prolific in in, in cannabis a, culture. A, a, uh, when you lightly open the jar and don't stick your nose in it right away you get that pungent smell yeah you get so it, it does have that you know you know appeal in terms of the aroma um and the and the smoke like we said it's you know smoky woodsy earthy uh very light on the citrus it could very go- light on the sour great in a blunt uh in a big leaf wrap uh yeah. you know in a bowl in a bong you know you take a big classic easily bong hit you're gonna be ripped and um, it seemed like in for this strand um as opposed to other strands we've had 
it was similar in bowl to cone. There wasn't very, very much variation in terms of flavor. The same flavors that you got from the bowl, you're going to get in the cone. So, <clears throat> uh, that was interesting. Consistency, yeah, definitely. Uh, like I said, I mean, you could put it in a blunt, I think it would be pretty... Uh, you'd get this flavor out of it, and it would taste like a nice gar that you're sharing with maybe a group of people. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I like it. Um, for that woodsy taste. If like you different. had to rate it on a scale, uh, what would you give it for uh, your like personal preference? Personal preference? Ooh, over, just an overall. Yeah, you know, at this point we've we've had a couple already. Uh, we we've tried a bunch, you know, a over seven. time. And seven. that's personal preference. Yeah, a seven. Yeah, I'm there with you. I, I I don't love this bud for that. I would even go lower. I'd say six. Uh, just a very regular type of bud. It doesn't grab me, you know. Um, yeah, there wasn't any wow factors of it. Which may be good. That may be what you're going for early morning. Like, but, I, I feel like I could <laughs> smoke a little more, to be honest with you. And yeah. That's not great if it's, you know, your day off. And, you you know, you yeah. want to really just chill out, maybe play some video but games it, or watch a funny movie. But then again, I think if you're, if you're looking for something light, that this might be exactly right. what you're looking like, for. You know, we just had coffee and we're about to head out the door and see yeah. the city, yeah. vacation time. You don't want to be couch locked thinking about the next donut. You want... Yeah. this type of high where it's it's got your motor running a little bit so. yeah and you could very functional still go out and do a bunch of stuff and and uh, still have your your rec time yeah absolutely so um yeah like a six and a seven do you feel like uh you would give it a high rating for looks or maybe taste or smell you know what i think now that you say it, it's very a consistent seven all around I and in those categories in terms of the aroma in terms of the look of the bud coloring the way it smokes you know all of that i think it, uh, all around personal seven for me yeah it's a bud you can definitely bring home to mama it's a winner she's a keeper yeah uh, very consistent for me you know in in, in its look and its flavor and everything you want to have sour diesel on the shelf. You want to have this handy. It's good for specific situations, yeah. specific types of highs. It's not going to wow you, but it's not going to let you down. You could count on yeah, this one. You're not going to regret smoking a whole joint of this, and that's for sure. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to add to, uh, to about sour diesel? Anything that stood out to you? Um, um, I, what stood out the most is that nothing stood out. There that's that's really what I was stood hoping out to, to be a little bit more impressed. I was hoping to get knocked yeah, over. Like, I was hoping there would be like one thing that's like, yeah, this is yeah. you know sour diesel. Like like uh, yeah, definitely. Like I wanted you know like uh, like a New York undercover style cop knocking on the door with timbos and like a hanging badge, and it's just like, yo, sour diesel, what up? No, nothing like that at all. Didn't happen. Did not happen that way. No. But we had a good time. Uh, great time as always. Hope uh, you guys had a great time. I'm I'm so glad that uh, we get to spend this time together. Mal, uh, Leo, we're signing off. Thank you again. And uh, join us again for rec time next time. Peace.